So, hello and welcome. My name's Steve Nabell, and today I'm speaking with Ang Akka on the subject of star children. Now, Ang experienced a rapid awakening in 2008, changing his reality from a computer architect to a spiritual architect. Since then, he's been sharing the dynamics and application of etheric energy, both as a trainer and as a facilitator. He assists in creating accelerated change by redefining and restructuring the way we look at reality. Ang is a starseed and works with the Galactic Council, and here on the physical plane is the founder of Sacred Heart Awakening and the website is sacredheartawakening.com. So hi Ang. Hi Steve, it's great to be on this interview with you. Now we've known each other for a few years, um, I know a little bit about your journey but maybe would you share something about your awakening, what's been going on for you? Oh, definitely, um, it's completely changed the way I kind of look at my world and it's, it's brought me to a space where I now believe that we as individuals are totally sort of reflecting our reality through us and starting to, you know, rather than moving from a space of things being done to me, not moving to a space of like, I'm responsible for my space. And it's completely shifted the way I do things. It's allowed me a lot more freedom in my life. And at the same time, it's opened up a whole new avenue, like now energy or etheric energy, I see it as an extension you know, of my physical reality. Mm. And it's been phenomenal, you know, just on working from that space going forward rather than just having, I would say, invited come as my old, my old 3D self. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And the connection and the support, that was another uh, whole aspect to my world. The, I mean, I never used to believe in the afterlife or spirit in inverted commas. And after the awakening, I've had rapid experiences where you know, I had confirmations coming directly from the world of spirit, like my, my grandparents that have passed away, etc., sharing stuff with me. It, it was absolutely phenomenal. So that allowed me to sort of trust and believe in the spirit world so much more stronger. And, and that goes exactly to, to the same, you know, within the starseed world. It, it just brought a whole new perspective or different aspects into my reality which was both very exciting and terrifying at the same time because it was very very new to me i expect most people understand that the term starseed but how do you understand starseed we have within each one of us we have what i would call uh, different aspects of self so the past like myself yourself you know we are just like a singular aspect of what i would call an essence of the oversoul or the higher self. And so there's other parts of us that are living at this very specific time, on this very specific time, if you call it, because mm. we live in linear time, yeah. It's a, and we're having other experiences in other realities. And these experiences are what I would call star experiences, like in on different uh, planets, star systems, etc. So, I mean, we just choose two now. We can just choose uh, Pleiades and Sirius mm. as an example. Mm. So what, what's happening is that the more we start connecting internally rather than looking outside for stuff, we start opening up to connections within us. And when we start opening up to those connections within us, we start opening up to the other aspects of self. So we start opening up to the essence of the Pleiadian self or the essence of the uh, Syrian self. And we're able to start making these connections. And when we start making these connections, it's, it's an essence of sort of knowledge moving both ways, energy moving both ways. So we, we are able to ground energy or create connection between the different aspects of self and, and the different star systems 
And I believe that's a core function of why we as starseeds are here on the planet, because our bodies are this most amazing technology that's allowed to anchor, ground, and connect energy through these etheric planes and through these etheric systems, like Pleiades, um, where we have our connections with, and Sirius, as I just chatted about. Do you find that looking at the world looks very different? If you're connected in a more multidimensional way, if you have a sense of the different parts of you active in different planes, how was that experience? The, it, it, it's brought through a whole new level of like trust that everything is going to be okay. And also, at the same time, it, it brings through an essence of your, your, your guidance, you know, your intuition becomes also very redefined. And you'll end up meeting a lot of people that's on a very similar journey as you. Yeah. So you'll end up meeting a lot of star seeds and, and together we start doing like planetary work as an example. So we we, in, we basically like create these little communities and we have a, like a common purpose. And with, whichever group we get drawn to or groups we get drawn to, we will experience different aspects of that energy through those groups. Do you find that life, I mean, I think I can answer it probably for you, but that life seems to become more fluid once you start waking up. Because I know you've just come back from Bali and you're traveling, you know, you've been to South Africa and, and Europe and now here for a bit. Do you find life is definitely more fluid for you now once you've been wake, waking up to this multidimensional nature? Oh, 100%. It becomes, you know, the one thing that I'll share with the audience, always trust your intuition. Because when you start trusting your intuition, life becomes very, very fluid. It, it takes on its own like path, and at the same time, you, you let go of a lot of resistance, and that's what creates that fluidity. So what do you think is happening now on the Earth? On the one hand, you have, like I, I can resonate with life being more fluid and more joyful and, and looking at reality in a different way, and yet the world is in a certain amount of volatility and chaos, isn't it? Yes. When we start, I mean, if you had to look at each one of our own journeys, you know, before we went through a shift or a change, we went through our own chaos. Mm. And, and, and to me, it's sort of, because that's what shifted our reality tremendously. So, you know, when you start looking at that at, in a global picture format and you start stepping back, you, you can see exactly the same happening on, on this level, you know. Um, people are starting to question a lot of things, you know, but not just government, but religion itself. Mm. And the other core thing that's happening at the moment is what I call it authenticity. The more authentic individuals are to themselves, the more authenticity they are seeing in, in the real world. Yeah. So, so a lot of things that were lying basically covered or underground is now starting to come to the surface and which are starting to rock, you know, people's perceptions of government, religion, you know, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. I guess you'd agree with me that the star children, of which we are also both star children, have come in to change the world in some way. And there are a whole kind of waves of different star children that people talk about. What do you see as these different phases? Do you agree with it, this indigo crystal rainbow uh, idea? Yeah, I mean, if, if you look at the age, I think our age groups are kind of define us in which categories we've basically fallen into. Yeah. You know, we, we would have been part of the indigo phase. And then after the indigo phase, I think was the the crystalline, the crystal children, yeah. and then it's now the rainbow children. Um, but to me, all, we we all are star seeds, and these star children, um, it's sort of like it's different phases of energy. It, it's the best way if if you had to bring too much energy into the body, the, the body will basically fuse. Yeah. 
So even if we had to step back and look at it and say like things have to be gradual, so there's different phases that come in to prepare the body to to this new form of etheric energy. So the the strong so the indigos will give rise to the crystals and the crystals will give rise to the rainbows as an example. It, it's just more of I would say of, of bringing more energy, more connection. No, it seems to me one of the traits that all star children have is sensitivity. Um, I know I've had a great sensitivity, and I know a lot of people I've spoken to have this issue of sensitivity. What would you advise children or parents of star children around this issue of sensitivity? When it comes to the sensitivity, the best way to work with it is basically try as much as you can to disengage from the external sort of news, the external sort of this, because there's a lot of distraction trying to, to, to get, you know, your energy, whether it's just like the, the news, the television, uh, gaming, you know, everything is trying to, to, to grab the attention and that's where the sensitivity even gets even more higher. And it's just if you're able to sort of like, for an example, like, you know what, maybe stop listening to news as an example mm. for like a day or two and, and just to see if the sensitivity drops and because those are the things that, that grabs the energy, everything that's trying to pull energy away from you. So, you know, if, if you can take away that external influence or slowly take away some of that external influence, you will notice a great shift in, in the children being able to be a lot more coherent and a lot more centered uh, within this space. And then the other thing is also becoming a lot more playful. Hmm. That, to me, that's very bit, and I feel that that's missing, that, you know, that's really missing from today's society. Everything is very serious. Yeah, and if you have to become a lot more playful, you know, bring back the playful energy, that energy of joy, as an example, you know, the sense, you, it, it, it could make the feel of the body a lot more stronger. Now, I know myself as, you know, this indigo phase you talked about, I went through the school system and basically it, was, it wasn't too bad. You know, I, I kind of had that more warrior-like approach, but a lot of the new kids coming in are struggling. You know, the crystal and rainbow ones, they're rebelling and they have the HDHD and all the rest of it. Is there any advice you can give to parents of children, or if their if their children are having this kind of trouble, it's once again it's 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 that essence of bringing that joy back into that space, bringing that playfulness back into the space because there's a lot of demand that's put onto the children now, and you know it's like having these intense like really high grades and you know having this really like extreme focus as an example. Now it, it's it's about just trying to shift that energy a bit because you no. Know, with, with too extreme focus, what happens is that sometimes we tend to move away from the things that we love doing the most because we are focused on something totally, totally different. And just allowing, you know, the children as an example to find out really, you know, truly what is their passions? Mm. What is it that they really love doing? What is it that they really love experiencing? Because if, if they have that as coming as a flow into the space and into their reality, it doesn't matter when they go to school, they will still excel at what they do because they have their, their, their passion as an outlet. Yeah. Whether it's music, whether it's drawing, whether it's art, you know, whether it's dancing, whether it's nature, it's, it's like it, it's something that they have because they don't have this outlet. You know, it, it's they have this inner conflict within themselves because reality seems to be very mismatched from what it is they're feeling, what it is that they're experiencing. And they feel that if they do not have to follow what the parents or the schools are showing them, you know, there's something wrong with them. And when the case is actually the opposite, you know, there's nothing wrong with them. It's, it's basically the mismatch is actually on the outside and it's not within themselves. 
Now, I guess there's a lot of uh, star seed teenagers. I've met a few of them myself, and you know, some of them don't really want to be here. I guess there's a lot of adults, star star seed adults, who don't want to be here. What advice would you give to an, a teenager or to a parent of a teenager of someone who really doesn't want to be here? I mean, we know most of the star seeds that I work with as well. That is the most common trait, and. Um, even if they look at ourselves, you know, in much younger years, myself, I didn't want to be. I felt this planet was a very harsh place. Yeah. The one thing I've come to learn is that we, we are here for a reason, you know. I don't look at anything as being random. I look at it as a space of design. And, you know, the, the children and the adults that are here right now, there, there's an element of, like, wellness just being here because of the energy, you know, each one of them present and the uniqueness they, they, they present to the planet. And the best form of advice I could give is just try to put yourself into a space to ask yourself, you know, what it is that you truly love doing and slowly start to follow that. Because as soon as you start following that passion, things automatically, synchronistically come into effect. Because one of the things that everyone experiences within this, this reality or this realm is that we feel that we, we've always been alone. We don't have any support, any connection. And it's directly the opposite. There's tons of support. There's tons of connection. But we have to start trusting in that and allowing that to take form. Because reality is co-created with your spirit, you know, with your connections. It's, it's you know, so the more you start trusting in that and start following the guidance and start following the things that make you happy, the greater the fluidity and you'll be able, you know, you start enjoying your Earth experience rather than wanting to move away from it. Now, I've got a couple of grandkids, and they're like eight and seven. And one of the things I'm mindful of is, on the one hand, I'm presenting them a magical reality. On the other hand, their particular school, they go to a Catholic school, is presenting them a, a very different reality. And I'm mindful of not wanting to confuse them too much, you know, like telling them it's a magical universe, you know, and, th- and the school's going, no, it's this universe. So how do we navigate these kids who are, who are being taught in one way? There's, there's two different realities, isn't there, that they're seeing. It must be very confusing. What, what advice would you give? Like someone like me, okay, what advice would you give me about how, how can I help my granddaughter navigate that? The best way, to, I mean, to me, the best approach is literally allowing them to make the decisions on their own. And having the because they will have the experiences, and within themselves they will trust what it is that feels right. What what within this space, it's it's not about holding back and sharing what's possible. You know, if, if I knew what I knew now when I was a child, as an example, I mean I would have been blown away by my whole reality. And it's not that I'm not grateful for where I am. It's just that I I've never had that form of like I knew that there was this adult alternative sort of experiences I, I could have because this is how I thought my reality was. Once again, it's it's not about forcing the information through. It's it's just gently sharing uh, that, you know, that these are possibilities. You know, what if, like, our colleagues planting the seeds? Yeah. You know, if you, had, if you had to look at things this specific way, you know, rather than this way. And, and it could be a very interesting sort of um, experiences. And, and to me, these experiences will just allow individuals to find you know to let you to find their own space and find their own way great now do you want to say something on um, y- your work with star children before i know you're going to do a meditation what, what what do you do with star children or parents of star children it's it's helping them you know have a different perspective on literally like what they or their children are experiencing and allowing that to 
take a lot, take a much more stronger form and shape into the space. Because throughout this journey, I've come to learn that you know it does not matter whether it's individuals awakening, having their own spiritual awakening, or even starting to open the space into like or connecting to the started aspects of self. And I include the energy more. It's about opening them up to the reality that there's so much more to themselves, and by able to to give them some sort of tools to start to access those portions and navigate, you know, or, or create the world that's more authentic to what it is that they would love to experience. So I know you're going to do a meditation, so over to you. No, lovely. So I would like you to just get a bit comfortable. And just close the eyes. Taking a few deep breaths in. Slow, deep breath. Relaxing the body, relaxing the mind. And just feeling, visualizing your space being filled with a beautiful mist, a golden mist. Feeling this light starting to touch the skin and you're starting to breathe in this light and feeling this light starting to anchor flow through the body Connecting you with the Great Mother, 
the scent of this pillar is a golden thread and this golden thread is connected to your essence your vibration your core and just feel this golden thread starting to slowly vibrate within this pillar of light and just feeling these vibrations moving through your body. to grow even larger till you feel yourself within the pillar your whole body is within this pillar of light and bringing that focus to this golden thread again and feeling it vibrate even more and just feeling the waves moving through your body awakening resonating and restructuring all of the cells into alignment to your greatest threat. Just allow whatever thoughts coming in your mind from a space of observation as you open up your connections multidimensionally receiving any messages any inspirations within the space
awakening the multidimensional aspect of self. Just feeling that love of spirit flooding your body. Of your spirit, your connection, your multidimensionality. yourself and when you're ready you can slowly open your eyes